For live streaming with us today, our live stream broadcast is available to you every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And you can also view our archive services on the Unity Minneapolis website. So do you want to stay more connected? Well, here are some options. Check out our Unity First Aid for a variety of ways to reach out to your spiritual community and each other, including Reverend Pat's Connecting Meeting at 9 a.m. Monday through Thursday. We also have classroom opportunities available to you in your home via Zoom. Wonderful way to do that. On Tuesday night at 7 p.m., Reverend Tony leads a follow-up discussion for today's lesson, Living Like a Mother. These Tuesday gatherings are a great opportunity to get your questions answered and your answers questioned and to connect to others in our community. Also, on Tuesday at 6.30 p.m., is the first virtual men's group. So learn more about these and other events at our website, the Peak, of the, Peak at the Week e-newsletter and Facebook page. Or you can contact Unities um, at the church through email or voicemail. And today's Zoom coffee hour is at 10.45. Wow, you don't want to miss this. It's a fun time of connection, so watch for the login details at the end of today's live stream. And now we turn to Reverend Pat for our opening prayer. Join me in our opening prayer this morning. I invite you, if you would, just to go within. Go within to that place that only you can go and connect to that invisible 
Spirit within. Sweet Holy Spirit within, we give special thoughts to the mothers past and present today, to mothers in our own family, and to mothers everywhere. We think of them as beloved expressions of God. We envision each mother living her life filled with love and wisdom, health and vitality and patience. We give thanks for the many enriching joys that mothers bring to life. We're grateful also for the children who find opportunities to bless their mothers and for all those who have nurtured them. They are returning the love, caring, attention, and guiding thoughtfulness that make up the true qualities of motherhood. And we envision people everywhere expressing love and joy and peace and enthusiasm on this special Mother's Day, celebrating our mothers. Thank you, Mother God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. Let's applaud this wonderful day today. We're glad you're with us today, especially on this Mother's Day. It's a very nice day here in Minnesota, and we hope it's a nice day wherever you are today as well. You know, um, it's Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day, and we have our mothers presenting our lesson today, a mother and grandmother, a mother and grandmother presenting also the meditation. And we have all mothers, one way or the other, on this fabulous platform today. So we give thanks for that. We really do. So we're glad that you're with us today, and we hope that you spend some time reflecting today on mother and motherhood in your life. You know, Unity is an open and welcoming, inclusive community. Therefore, one of our favorite things to do is to welcome you. So we welcome you. That's one of our core values, and we're hoping that today, in some way, that you can turn and welcome other people into your life, regardless of whether it's physical or virtual. You know, so whatever you do today, just take a few moments and reflect. Reflect on motherhood and what it means to you today. We are going to continue our service with the reading of the Daily Word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the Daily Word. You're invited to mentally add to your 
your prayers to our prayer box or submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity, where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for the day is Mother's Blessing. I honor all mothers, and I am grateful for their love. I honor all mothers, and I am grateful for their love. I bless my mother and am grateful to her for the gift of nurturing love. Whether my mother is still with me or has passed on, her love still lives in my heart and her wisdom continues to inspire me. I am grateful for the many ways my mother has blessed me. I also feel deep appreciation and tender affection for all those who have blessed me with the selfless gift of motherly love. I would not be who I am without them. Through the living example of mothers in my life, I pass along the blessings of a mother's care and devotion as I embrace the opportunities to share an affirming thought, an encouraging word, a smile, a simple act of kindness. I honor my mother and all mothers as I share the loving, the love of God that never fails. The scripture today is from Proverbs 31:26. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. The word for the day is mother's blessing. Take some time and relax. Breathe in those slow, sweet breaths easily and effortlessly. In Unity's revealing word, Divine Motherhood stands for nourishing element of divine mind or God in which spiritual ideas are brought to fruition. As we enter into this meditation, 
we can start with the nurturing of loving kindness for oneself. In this time of quiet and surrender to the divine, you may close your eyes and gently continue to relax. Mothers and caregivers have strength, compromise, and commitment. Those of us who are not mothers or parents know we all have the ability to create, to express, and to nurture. May you appreciate the knowledge that you are worthy of the highest respect and appreciation. The Divine Mother within supports you. Allow this sense of appreciation to expand in your mind and inform you of your worth and goodness. When our self-respect and self-care are nurtured, our ability to feed and nurture others, it grows. It grows into caring action. No matter how long it's been, no matter where your mind has gone or what you have done, it does not matter. Like Mother Earth, we have the capacity to renew, to come back. As we rest in the quiet for a moment, we remember we are loving and nurturing. And so we rest for a moment in the silence. The spirit of Divine Mother is always present to help us balance and restore. She wants her children to be surrounded with loving kindness. May I respond to all children with kindness in good times and hard times. May our children be well and live with ease. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. Dragonfly inside a jar. Fearful when the sky 
was full of thunder and tearful at the falling of a star in the seasons they go
Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. I want to do a little circle game here. You guys are so good at this. Um, do you know where Mother's Day began? It's an interesting story, multi-layered. We could take it back as far as the Greeks, but I'm not going there today. We're just going to go back to 18, 1850, 1872, a little further back. It's a young woman named Julia Ann Howe in um, 1872 was the first one to propose a Mother's Day. Did you know that Julianne Howe was also the person who wrote the Battle Hymn of the Republic? Fact. Fact. She um, had um, watched um, the world, our world, our, our country, go through the Civil War. And then she watched Europe step into the Franco-Prussian War at about the same time. And her heart hurt. And here's what she said when she proposed that there be a Mother's Day. She said, why do not the mothers of mankind interfere in these matters to prevent the waste of that human life of which they alone bear and know the cost? Why don't the mothers of mankind interfere? And so she brought together mothers for a Mother's Day. Now, let me point out here, that Mother's Day didn't have an apostrophe in it. It was not mother apostrophe S. It was Mother's Day. So she was the first one to propose that. But there's another woman who, um, for whom, from whom this inspiration came for um, a more official Mother's Day. And that's Ann Jarvis. She lived in West Virginia. And in the 1850s, before the Civil War, she began, uh, formed Mother's, Work Day, Mother's Day Work Clubs. Again, no apostrophe. Mother's Work Day. Mother's Day Work. The purpose was to work with children who had little to eat. Was to work with those who needed care. Because this was a very impoverished area. There were a lot of poor sanitation, poor nutrition, a lot of... And so it was for her to say, moms, we need to get together and we need to service this group. When the Civil War broke out, she brought together four of her Mother's Day work group clubs together, brought them together and had them promise... That friendship and goodwill would not be a victim of this conflict. Because she watched families, especially in, in those border states, torn apart. The, red, the blue and the gray. They saw families in pain. She saw mothers in pain. And she said, we have to work to make sure that this does not become a permanent thing. And they promised to do that. And they also ministered to Soldiers, both Union soldiers and Confederate soldiers throughout the time of the war. When she passed, sorry, before that, she said, it's time for us to get together and, and try to come together and, and bind these wounds and heal these wounds. And so she called upon everyone to, for the sake of their mothers, come together and begin to hear each other. And heal the separation wounds. And there were a couple of big events. Where the mothers. People came together to support their mothers. And, and themselves. And the country. In a healing process. It was her daughter, daughter. Anna Jarvis. Who in 1908. Ask, began asking for an official Mother's Day. To celebrate. Her mother. And the work that her mother did. And to show appreciation for that. It took her a while, but in 1914, Woodrow Wilson officially declared June 2nd, Mother's Day. 
with an apostrophe. What changed, what did that do to the concept of Mother's Day when you put that apostrophe in there? Mother apostrophe S. Here's one comment about that. When it was Mother's Day without an apostrophe, it was a day organized for social and political action by all mothers. Love from a love of place of love and compassion and healing. Mothers gathered on that day. When you put the apostrophe in there, it became the celebration of one's own particular mother and the role of the mother. It became less about mothers, but about my mother. Now, I'm so excited that there is a day that I can honor my mother. My mother was an amazing woman. Strong woman. She raised one. So I think it's t- appropriate for us to have Mother Apostrophe S Day. And what I'd like to suggest today is that we need to also find a way to have Mother without an apostrophe day. And, and here's some of the reasons why. <clears throat> Who is a mother has changed. I'm a mother because I biologically and physically birthed a kid. And he's an amazing kid, by the way. He's not a kid anymore. He's really actually quite old. Oh, dear. But I, I birthed that. that. That's a physical... I, I birthed him. And I, and I... At the moment that I did that... When I, well, actually, when I found out I was going to do that my stomach sort of rolled over and I went, holy shit. I don't know how to do that. I'm this kid that just got out of college and I've got a husband and I don't know how to be a mother. There's this panic, this fear, this, (sighs) you know, moms, you know what I'm saying? And then when I see that little thing and God, was he precious? Still is. All of a sudden you realize, i got to find a way to do this. I don't have a choice at this point. I mean, I always have a choice, but nah, got to find a way to do this. And so I surrendered into the fact that I'm going to be a mother. <laughs> I am a mother, and I'm going to do that. And I work through that to the point where at some point in that process, I began to realize that there was a whole new me birthed. I had gone from... A separate, losing my sense of self before into an acceptance of and surrender into what it was that I needed to be and coming out on this, like the butterfly. It's like the caterpillar to the butterfly and you do that. And every day, there's another transformation that has to happen if you're, and it still happens when he's 47 years old. It still happens. And so, That's an important thing to know. But what I want us also to to know is that without... In the the book, The 30 30 Days to Fearless Living, Richard Rogers and Richard Maharaj talk about a four-step process for how we make it through those changes. And I want to share those with you. First one is that first we have to dedicate ourselves to God. Dedicating myself to the knowing that there is a higher power than me. That I am in and through, live and move and have my being in something that is greater than I am. Is foundational to move through this change process. So that's the first thing. The second thing they suggest is that in in this process, this transformational process, we have to deep listen Because if I truly believe that there is something greater and higher than me and it speaks to me and through me, then I have to be deep listening to what it's saying. I have to trust my intuition. That's what we call it. A mother's intuition. A woman's intuition. I hate to tell you guys, but you got it too. So 
You need to listen to our intuition. But the other piece of deep listening that they don't actually talk about, which I think is still important, is that we need to be able to deep listen to the person in front of us for their godness. Because they have it too. So deep listening is required for us to make it through this process. The third step is to act courageously. I can sit and think about it and think about it and think about it but, and, and be in fear. I think it was Charles that said something about fear paralyzes. I don't have the quite quote, but Reverend Pat gave it to us last week. If I sit in the fear and only think about it, I'm not being who I'm called to be. It requires that I step out and take a stand. It requires that I stand up and say that he was only jogging and did not deserve the death he got. And my heart goes out to his mother and his family. It's for us to stand up and say people should not go hungry. Children, my child or anybody's child should not go hungry in a place where we can throw food away because we can't make a profit off of it. It requires as a mother that I step up into that and stand courageously. It also means that I have to tell my son, no, darling, you can't do that right now. You're going to have to allow me to guide you on this because you haven't been able to see three steps down, and I have. That's also a courageous act by the mother. And then lastly, we have to review our process with an enlightened mind. I have to be willing to go back and look at it and say, is there something I could have done differently? Was I truly coming from a place of my heart or was I still stuck in fear? Was I allowing fear to keep me from saying or doing or reaching out and hugging when it just needed a hug? So those four things are key for us if we're going to be doing the mothering thing. I mean, it's, it's key for anything. But if you're going to do the mothering thing, you got to be in that space. So, the next thing I think I want to, to bring forward is that mothering, who is the mother, has changed, evolved, has evolved. When I was a teenager... And younger. And we went to church on Mother's Day. You know what they did? I bet they did it at your church. They gave a corsage to the youngest mother. And they may have given a bouquet of roses to the oldest mother. But they gave a whole truckload of stuff to the mother with the most kids. Rightly deserved. But we honored the women who had biological equipment that allowed them to birth babies and they were the mothers that we honored hear me please i think that's perfectly great we need to do that there is having been one there's not a tougher job in the world sometimes than just being raising kids in a loving and compassionate way and today who are the mothers who are our mothers could be that it's Frank married to Sam and between them they provide the mothering there aren't a couple of breasts between them but they provide the mothering they do the nurturing they do the protection they do the empowering and they do the initiating into society it may be that it is a stepmother didn't birth those children but loved them, took them immediately and carried them and brought them into their hearts and provided those four things. 
It could be Gail and Sally, who neither one want to necessarily birth the baby, but they want the child. And they provide, as, as a married couple, they provide a mothering, as well as a fathering. As well as the fathering. Today it's also grandparents. And I'll tell you from what I know, mothering my son and mothering my grandchild would be two different things. It's not the same. And so just because I did it once doesn't mean I know how to do it again. But there are grandparents who take that on and move into mothering. There are teachers who reach out to a child that doesn't have a home, whose parents can't be there because they are so wrapped up in providing the roof over their head that they can't be the nurturer. There isn't somebody to... And so it's the teacher that reaches out and says, let me be for you. It's all of them. They are the mothers. They do the mothering. It's the neighbor whose senior citizen living next door needs to be cared for. They do mothering. It's the son whose mother needs care for. And he does the mothering. So the, what, what a mother is has evolved. And as that has evolved, it requires that we evolve into the recognition that it's a both and. And that really is Mother's Day without the freaking apostrophe. It's Mother's Day. We can still honor the mother that gave us birth or however we want to honor my son will kill me if he's watching this, but he's killed me before on things I've said from the pulpit. So he has me and three other mothers. And I can remember when he was in his 20s calling me one Mother's Day and saying, Mom, this is going to break me. I have so many Mother's Day cards and flowers to send. And we laughed. But... That's the reality for him. Yeah, Mother's Day has evolved and we have to evolve with it. We have to understand that we are all mothers. Living like a mother means we all have to recognize that we are mothers. We are mothers of our children. We are mothers of our families, our communities. We are the mothers of our nation. And it requires us to bring the compassion and the, the augmentation to each other, complementary, not with a give me a nice phrase, but that we complement each other, we augment each other. We forgive, we have compassion, we know that a process exists, and we're able to flow with the process, and make the necessary changes. And look back at the systems and the actions that we've taken and decide where we didn't do it so right. And where it needs to be changed. The divine feminine rests in all of us. We were made in the image and likeness of God and God is both male and female and that which is beyond male and female. And if we, each one of us, do not bring forth the feminine of us, our society, our world, will lack compassion and forgiveness and tolerance and the ability to move with the flow. We will get stuck in our own stuff. It's time for us to remember that we are all mothers. We are mothers to ideas. We are mothers to thoughts. We are mothers to people. We are mothers to our world. We need to go back to Julianne Howell. 
when she said, why do not the mothers of mankind interfere in these matters to prevent the waste of that human life? I want to close with a prayer that was written by Reverend Victoria Weinstein. She's actually a, a Unitarian minister in Massachusetts, but I want to I I close with that today. And she begins, The life-giving ones who heal with their presence, who listen in sympathy, who give wise advice, but only when asked for it. We are grateful for all those who have mothered us, who have held us gently in times of sorrow, who celebrated with us our triumphs, no matter how small, who noticed when, he, when we changed and grew, who praised us for taking risks, who took genuine pride in our success and who expressed genuine compassion when we did not succeed. On this day that honors mothers, we honor all mothers, men and women alike, who from somewhere in their being have freely and wholeheartedly given life and sustenance and vision to us. Dear God, Mother, Father of us all, grant us life-giving ways, strength for birthing, and a nurturing spirit that we may take attentive care of our world, our communities, and those precious beings entrusted to us by biology, or by destiny, or by friendship, fellowship, or fate. Today, give us the heart of a mother. And so it is. Don't you worry about a thing, Mom.
Thank you, Laurie. Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Wow, Reverend, wonderful meditation today. And Reverend, you speak with authority like you know what it's like to be a mother. You really do. Isn't that awesome? I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And your assignment today, if you choose to accept it, is to remember someone that represents mother love in your life. You know, someone that you truly appreciate. may not be your biological mother, as Reverend Tony pointed out, but pick up the phone, send a note, send an email of appreciation today. May is our Consistent Giving Month where we invite you to become a consistent member, a consistent giver to our church. And if you're not a consistent giver, please consider doing so. If you are, we invite you to reevaluate your gift and see if you want to make any changes to that gift as you continue to support Unity Minneapolis. One of our staff members, Cassidy Meeks, wants to share why she has become a consistent giver. Hi, everyone. It's Cassidy here, the Youth and Family Ministry Director here at Unity Minneapolis. I've been asked to share why I became a consistent giver. And first of all, I need to admit that I have not been a consistent giver in all the years that I have attended here and well before the time I became a, a, a staff of Unity Minneapolis. So that's the facts. And what happened the other day when I was sitting here watching the live stream with you all was that it suddenly dawned on me that I could just text give to Unity on my smartphone at 77977, and I could go from a somewhat inconsistent, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, but ugh, paper, to, oh my gosh, super easy, weekly giver right here. So you can set up the frequency that's right for you, um, the amount. I know that these can be challenging times. And what I remember is that as I give, so I receive. I am a child of God. I've heard Reverend Pat say that every Sunday for years, and now I'm finally putting those principles into practice. So you can go on our website. You can find that orange donate button. I'm sure it's bright and big. And follow the prompts to set up a recurring gift. Or on your smartphone, text, like I said, give to number two, unity, to the number 77977. And then follow the prompts to set up a recurring gift. I know you will be amazed with how easy. So we invite you to become that consistent giver. And so let's bless these gifts that we're to receive today. I invite you to just go within and feel that gener generosity within you. Feel that giving spirit within you. And now let's affirm together our offertory blessing. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Thank you, God. Amen. Your children are not your children. They are the sons and the daughters of a last longing for itself. They come through you, but they are not from you. And though they are with you, they belong not to you. You can give them your love, but not your thoughts. They have their own thoughts. They have their own thoughts. You can house their bodies, but not their souls. For their souls dwell in a place of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not, not even in your dreams. dreams. You can strive to be, be like, them, like them, but you cannot make them just like you. Strive to be like them, but you cannot make them just like you. Your children are not your children. They are the sons and the daughters of life, longing for itself. They come through you, but they are not from you. And though they are with you, they belong not to you. You can give them your love, but not your thoughts. They have their own thoughts. They have their own thoughts. You can house their bodies, but not their souls. For their souls dwell in a place of 
make them just like you strive to be like them but you cannot make them just like you wow thank you thank you Jabron, right here let us bless these gifts we take just a moment and we bless the gifts that's been given today wow we bless the gifts that we've received in the mail we bless those participating in our consistent giving program, our unexpected income program. We bless all of these gifts, and we send them forth to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. Our Unity Prayer Chaplains are holding prayer consciousness in their homes this morning. Today, if you have a prayer request, we invite you to go to our website. It's a place where you can register that request, and our prayer chaplains and our prayer ministry will be in prayer with you. Don't forget also that our Zoom coffee hour follows today's service as well. That's at 1045. Normally, at uh, this time we bring our kids in, we're really missing our kids and our families and our Youth and Family Ministry Director, Cassidy Meeks, has put together a collage, I believe, that I will be sharing with you right now. So take a look at that. It's beautiful, and it represents the families here that we serve. And then this past Friday, if for some odd reason you were not able to join us this past Friday, I cannot imagine that. No judgment here, but I cannot imagine that. That would be at 5 on Friday. We had a knockdown, drag-out, fabulous concert here, did we not? It was great fun, absolutely. Yes, uh, and we're going to be doing some more. We have the next one booked, and we'll walk slowly. Joanne Parker and I will be here um, at 5 on Friday, next Friday, which would be the 15th. And I'm reminded of something the other evening. I wanted to give a huge thank you to Jay, because he did so much work behind the scenes. The webmaster here, he does... Oh, almost everything technical that ever falls across our life here at Unity Minneapolis. So thank you so very, very much for assisting in so many ways. So this Friday, 5 o'clock. This Friday. But, you know, Laurie, and I'm looking forward to this Friday. I'll be back with you at 5 o'clock. Um, but I just got to tell you, you guys started with an A team. You know, the A-plus team, that was our home team, and it showed this past week. It really did. So and you just can actually go back and listen. You can. You can. You can go back to yeah. it. So. It'll be, it's on Facebook now, and look for it in the archives coming up very soon. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, what a wonderful morning. Am I? No. Okay. What a wonderful, I'm looking at, like, <laughs> I've got both my middle What? whoa, what am I missing here? But it's just, it's just. It's just great. You know, I, 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 gotta be, I have a confession to make. Is there a pre... Is there... Yes, okay. So, you know, sometimes... No, no. So sometimes... I really appreciated the talk this morning, Reverend, because I think sometimes in this community I feel or have felt more like a mother in many ways than a father. I feel like that I've had the opportunity to be that mother figure and that father figure. And it just feels great. It really feels great in reminding reminded me of that this morning so so thank you let's see i want to talk about we've talked about the zoom hour we've talked about the prayer chaplains we've had a wonderful consistent giving testimony this morning and of course at five on friday we've talked about as well classes workshops all that's right there on our website so let us stand together for our prayer for protection and our peace song we're going to physical distance up here we're going to physical distance and we are going to know our prayer for protection and our peace song so together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is swell.